San Diego's talk radio leader, 760 KFMB presents It's Your Money and Your Life. For the next hour, Richard Musio and Joe Vecchio will educate and inform you on matters related to your financial future, your life, and your leisure. Now, with It's Your Money and Your Life, here are Richard and Joe. Good evening, everybody. That's false advertising, or maybe it's fake news because Joe isn't here. It's just Richard, well, with two lovely guests, too. But Joe's taking the evening off, sitting in the um, seat that Joe, Joe normally sits in is my lovely wife, Mary Musio, owner of The Brighter Side out in Morgan Run. And consistent with that topic, we also have with us Shania Gross, who is the new CEO of Susan G. Komen San Diego. So we're going to do a Joe-less show, myself, Mary, and Shania. And um, so welcome, everybody. It's great to have you here. And so that way, you don't have to listen to Joe do his normal introduction. I will not even describe who I am or what I do. I think everybody knows if you listen to the show. And every year, I think most listeners know, Komen has a bunch of really cool events in San Diego every November. So we wanted to talk about that. And normally we do this show in late October, which again, this is airing in late October. So always lots of exciting things going on. Susan G. Komen, San Diego, here in San Diego in November. So perfect timing for this show. But ladies, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Everybody say hi, please. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Sure thing. So briefly, my wife, Mary, owns the brighter side out in Morgan Road. But Mary, you're actually sitting in Joe's seat. Does it feel special to be sitting in a seat? Yes, it does, actually. <laughs> He uh, normally starts the show by reciting all these things about me that we're skipping tonight. And then, Shania, you are new. This is your first time in. I know you are replacing a true icon here in San Diego. That would be Laura Farmer-Sherman, who has been with Komen here in San Diego for how long? It's been a long, long time. Ten years. Ten years. So she's become a true institution here in absolutely not only the cancer community in San Diego, but obviously just community itself. Mm-hmm. Um, she's retiring, is that correct? Yep, she's retiring. Well, congratulations, Laura. You, you're getting a well-deserved rest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shania, briefly, um, your, your background, um, uh, you know, from womb to present day, you don't have to be that specific, but where are you from? Where did you grow up? How did you find your way to San Diego? How did you find your way to Susan G. Komen? Wow, okay. Well, um, I was born and raised in New York, so I, I grew up on the East Coast. What part What part of New York? Long Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, then I went down to North Carolina for college. And after I finished my bachelor's degree, I started working at some low-income health clinics mm. um, throughout North Carolina, uh, primarily focused on providing equal access for women who didn't have the same quality of care as other women. So mm-hmm. low-income women... African-American women, Latino women, women in rural areas, and really focused on health equity and making sure that all women had access to quality care. Then I went back to school and I got a master's in public health. And I studied health education, how we change people's behaviors, how communities can become engaged in the health of their community, and applying all of that back to women's health as well. And then I moved out here to San Diego. And for the last 11 years, I have been working at United Way. Mm. When I left United Way, I was the senior vice president there in charge of all of the programs, advocacy, grant making, grant writing, 
some fundraising, sort of different, diff- lots, you know, all sort mm-hmm. of components of a nonprofit. And uh, after being there for 11 years, I was sort of ready for my next phase in, in my career and really eager and excited to get back into women's health. So when I heard that Laura was retiring, if, if listeners know, um, Cohen San Diego and the United Way are actually in the same building. Right. So the, I've been there. Yeah, okay, great. To both offices. Okay. Yep. Um, so the halls talk, you know, and, <laughs> and I heard that Laura was retiring and it felt like a really great opportunity for me to get back into women's health, which I was incredibly passionate about, kind of where I had started my career two decades ago, as well as using all the skills that I had learned and gained in my time at United Way and other mm-hmm. positions. And what was the catalyst for getting you out to San Diego? We always love to ask our guests how they hmm. get here. Almost none of them, by the way, have ever been born here. Yeah. Everybody's from somewhere else. It is a very rare to find a native San Diegan, I feel like. They're, they're a rare find. But in, in your case, how did you, you find your way case, here? In my case, truth be told, I was just looking to go someplace different. And my brother uh, was moving out here to surf. And so I said, oh, that sounds... Pretty cool. Move out here just to surf. Yeah, just to surf. <laughs> so, and he, he was in sort of the action sports industry. So it was okay. a great next place for him. So I thought, well, I'll move out there with you. And um, he and I and my dog at the time, we packed up and drove cross country and without a place to live or jobs and uh, made it work. So, and here we are. I've been here now 12 years. A dog and a couple surfboards. That's pretty good. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But you mentioned, Mary, I want you to comment briefly. Um, You mentioned about serving women who are underserved. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the brighter side runs into this quite a bit, don't they? Oh, yes. Um, We do have a nonprofit for women that are under insured or uninsured they can come to our store and for little or little money at all or no money at all uh, they can get uh, mastectomy products breast prosthesis bras wigs head coverings we also donate a lot of our products to women in mexico Mm -hmm. and the brighter side has been to cuba where we did fittings on the women in Cuba and brought a lot of our products. That's great. Women get new prosthesis every two years, and they're expensive. And so they end up with, you know, over the years, like six, eight prostheses, and so they donate their old prostheses back to the brighter side, and then we are able to give those to the women in countries where they don't have any. Mm, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. People don't realize this, but it sure helps to have a lot of money or great insurance if you happen to um, be battling cancer. And if you don't happen to have those things, it really, really becomes a struggle. Not that it's easy to begin with, but even more difficult for women who are not necessarily um, economically secure. And, of course, in many parts of this country, um, it's even more of a challenge because of economics. So it's really super. So... Shania, when did, when did you officially then jo- join Cohen? Because I know Laura's got a couple weeks to go. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I started September 5th. Okay, So this is week seven, I think. Week seven, yeah, okay. Thank you. So I've been able to shadow Laura, which has been really great, and she's been helping me. And then um, she will officially retire after our big event. Um, so her last day will be November 6th. Okay. So you said the big event. Mm-hmm. Tell us about November 5th. We're going to be there. Great. Uh, and I hope everybody else is, too, all It'll the be a lot, I know. Yes. We, we tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. 11,000 of our closest friends. A tremendous turnout. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, November 5th, Sunday, is our Race for the Cure. And we it's our 21st annual Race for the Cure. It's a 5K, w- one-mile walk run. And it is really a celebration of 
survivors, of co-survivors, of caregivers, of family, friends, people who have been impacted by the disease, or just community members who want to support those who have been impacted. Um, at lovely Balboa Park. Mm -hmm. Yes, in Balboa Park. We have, uh, starts at 8 a.m., but you can come early. And there's a trick to that 8 a.m., because I believe we have to change clocks the night before, it don't we? It is daylight savings, yeah. but you gain an hour. You gain an hour. So, so if, if you anything, miss it, you just get there really early. You should, I was going to say, if anything, <laughs> you, you're there an hour early, and which is great because we have um, all kinds of, like an expo village, basically, all of um, different um, sponsors, corporate sponsors who are there, different um, other nonprofits, you know, all of our kind of supporters from the community coming, and they'll, um, there's a lot to look at and a lot to check out. Yeah, you really need expo. I mean, the exhibitors, the sponsors, mm -hmm. the booths, um, mm -hmm. it's sort of the who's who of the care community in San Diego. Exactly. Great course in Balboa Park. The weather is usually immaculate. That time of the year. Yeah, it's and, a nice, uh, nice morning nice walk, morning. walk or run. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna run it, Mary? Oh yeah. yeah you've run I'll it a run few it. times. Yeah. Probably run walk. Yeah. It's um mm -hmm. it's a yeah. fun event because so many people so high energy. And the other cool thing about changing the clock is it gets um, light earlier that morning. Mm hmm So you don't have to show up in the darkness anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said you expect about eleven thousand people? Yeah. Yeah, because I know last year was over 10,000. Yep. Yeah, so that's our goal. Okay. Um, and, you know, so we encourage people to register. Uh, this year you can bring your dogs as oh, well. Neat. Yeah, so you can register. And your, you can register at what, what website? Comensandiego.org. K-O-M-E-N, Sandiego.org. Yes. That's neat. Yeah, because so yep. many people now like to run with their dogs. Absolutely. And you can register all the way up to the morning of. So, of course, we would love it if you registered in advance. But you can register the morning. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. That's why we hear music in our ears. We're going to be right back. It's your money and your life. Don't go anywhere. Just sit tight. Thanks. Welcome back. It's your money and your life. We're here with Mary Musio, owner of The Brighter Side, out in Morgan Run, and Shaney Gross, the brand new CEO of Komen San Diego. So, Mary, question for you. You said you're going to walk, run the... 5K. Can you tell everybody where you were last November? I think you passed through Long Island. How far were you running and why? Oh, the New York Marathon. Yes, the oh. New York Marathon. In honor of my father and all my relatives mm -hmm. who are from New York. Wow. Oh. So when she says she's going to walk, run a 5K, she's sort of understating the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a walk we in the park. We have a marathoner in our midst. So, Shania, your first time at the Komen event? I know you weren't working yes, there last year. Okay. I wasn't, yes. You're, you're going to love it. I'm really excited. We've been um, internally making all of the plans and the logistics, and um, I've been seeing lots of pictures and videos from last year, and um, there are a couple of different areas. You know, we have a tent that's just for survivors, mm -hmm. so we, we kind of spoil our survivors a little bit. There'll be massages there, and they get gift bags, and it's a really great celebration. Um, and there's a survivor parade where people get to go up on the stage and everybody cheers for them. Um, we also have a great opening ceremony that we're putting together with some really entertaining acts. I don't want to spoil the surprises, sure. but um, just an energizing and fun morning, a good mix of um, both emotional and, and compelling, but really inspiring and, and energizing. And then um, I know um, you always have a master of ceremonies too. Can you disclose that person or not? Not yet. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's a surprise. <laughs> yes. It's always somebody really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know you probably couldn't give away mm -hmm. the secret, but I thought I'd try to twist Good that try. out Good of try. you. Good try. Good try. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know um, 
November is a big month for home in San Diego because the 5K on November 5th isn't the only event going on here locally, right? Yeah, so um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we have lots of events that have been happening throughout the month. We had our uh, Dine Out for the Cure, so if you missed that, we encourage you to look for it next year. We had over 50 restaurants that were donating a portion of their proceeds for the day, between 10 and 25% back to Susan G. Komen. So it's a great excuse to go out to eat, and we encourage you to eat out all three meals that day. Mm-hmm. Um, we also just had our row for the cure, which we call sort of the race on water, um, with the rowing community in partnership with UC San Diego. And uh, we had close to 500 participants oh, wow. out there, um, all in human-powered crafts. So right. rowing, kayaks, stand-up paddle boards, it was, it was really great. And then we'll have our um, 5K, the race for the cure, and then um, our national partners have the three-day walk, which happens in seven cities across the country. San Diego is one of those. Mm-hmm. San Diego also happens to be the largest of those. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think because everybody, I mean, what, who wouldn't want to come to yeah. San Diego? Plus, and, most of it's along and, the coast. Exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So it's a three-day, 20 miles a day uh, walk, and we are active in that and cheering on our um, national partners there, and, and many women that participate in our 5K, m- women, men, and their families who participate in the 5K also participate in the three-day walk. And that's, I believe, November 17th, 18th, and 19th, correct? correct. Yep. Okay. And again, a lot of that course is along the beautiful San Diego coastline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be ending. Uh, the closing ceremonies will be down at Waterfront Park Okay. Uh, right. this uh, year. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, in downtown. Maybe, um, yeah, which is a great venue to sort of celebrate a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Three days, a mm-hmm. long, long way. It is, but it, it's uh, probably lots of people have seen it, you know, as you're kind of driving through town, all of a sudden you see this parade yeah, of... Massive amounts of people. Yes, people in pink and <laughs> costumes and tutus, and, and that's very much what the 5K is also, is, you know, a big pink party and celebration, and yet there's so much meaning behind it also. Mm. So I think that's really important. Um, you said something interesting. You said you're partnering with your national partners. Can you sort of let our listeners know the difference between... Coleman San Diego local and mm-hmm. and what, what the national organization is because I think a lot of people think it's the same thing but it's not yeah correct? that's a good point so um, locally the money that we raise here seventy five percent of what we raise is used here in San Diego to support supportive services so um, things like providing free mammograms for underinsured and uninsured women uh, Mary mentioned earlier the underinsured women and I think that's really important because people think well if you have insurance then you know what's the issue well sometimes copays and deductibles are really cost prohibitive and you have to make a tough decision between for example paying for a prosthesis mm-hmm. versus um, you know food on the table or rent and or uh, maybe you have gotten your mammogram, but when something is found and you need additional care, additional diagnostic biopsies and things, that there's a lot of expense that, that is associated with it. So we provide financial assistance. We provide free mammograms uh, for women. We provide transportation services to and from your doctor's appointments, meal delivery, um, and help navigating the medical system. So 75% of what we raise goes toward that. And then 25% of what we raise goes back to national and is pooled to fund research. And since 1982, Susan G. Komen has funded over $950 million in research. So um, I think it's almost a billion. It's almost a billion. I know. Just just under. Yeah. And I think that's really um, 
that to me is the quintessential. We have sort of two parallel paths. One is, of course, we want to find a cure. But the other is that in the meantime, we need to support women every step of the way and every step of their breast cancer journey. And, and so it's important that we're doing both of those at the same time. Um, on the flip side, National, um, who hosts the three-day walk, mm-hmm. theirs is sort of the, the reverse of that. So the money that's raised through the three-day walks, 75% of it um, stays with them um, to fund research and things. And then 25% of it comes back to the local host cities of which we are one okay. to be used for those um, pro- programs and supports that I just described. Mm-hmm. So that's how that works. Yeah, it, it's, um, I think, an important differentiation. Mm-hmm. But um, So Mary, I know with, with some of the, the um, clients that you work with, obviously we can't be specific, but I know a lot of women who, who need products, they're not even necessarily aware of what they're entitled to in terms of either Medicare and or their own insurance. Is that correct? Can you that is elaborate, correct. elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, I've had women that have come into the shop that had the same prosthesis. They were wearing the same prosthesis, one lady in particular, for 10 years. Wow. She did not know that she could get one through insurance every two years. Well, There are a lot of women that don't even know their prosthetics and bras are covered by insurance. Yeah, so it's important, so, I think, to get mm-hmm. the word out because um, it's um, you know continuing care once yeah. um, you've been affected. And that's part of also one of the programs we have is for um, health navigators. And, and that's part of what we, we try to do is provide education to women so that they can advocate for themselves so that they are taking advantage of all, advantage of all the resources that are out there. But it can be really hard and, and intimidating and you're not sure mm-hmm. what your rights are, what you're entitled to, and how do you advocate. And maybe you get the wrong person on the phone mm-hmm. and they say, no, I don't think so. And then, you know, that's it. And you think, well, I thought I was eligible for that. And, you know, those kinds right. of things. So, yep. Well, yeah, really and then important. dealing with insurance companies and or Medicare, of course, it's somewhat bureaucratic. Yeah, and imagine on top of that bureaucracy, um, you don't feel well. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're going through chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. You're say, fighting breast very cancer. very bad timing for you. Yeah, right. you, um, you know, and here you are having to advocate for yourself or keep track of, all of your appointments or all mm-hmm. of your medications and, um, you know, remind, you know, seeing multiple doctors and, and you're the, the sort of communicator between all those. And that's a lot to take on. It's a lot for your family to take on. So um, I, we try to wrap around um, our patients as much as yeah, possible, really, really uh, support them. Quick question. How many, how many um, participants? Participants, do you expect in a three-day here in San Diego? You said it's now the largest one in the country of the oh, seven. Yeah, I'm not if sure. If you had to guess, I, you know, I really don't okay. know. Sorry. Yeah, I know it's well, yeah. it's it's, a, it's lots and lots mm-hmm. of people because I've I've seen it pass through our neighborhood. Yes. Sort yes. of heading through Del Mar. Exactly. Up the hill, it's a lot of people, and um, it's a neat event too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess November, October, and November are probably your two busiest months for. Yeah, I would say October, um, then November, and then May, because uh, Mother's Day, Day. and um, we have a lot of, it's a great way to draw attention. You know, you see pink a lot in those months and in October, and our goal is to let people know that we are more than pink. You Mm -hmm. know, breast cancer doesn't just happen in October and in May. It is a year-round disease, and certainly for the people that are fighting breast cancer, it's a year-round fight. Yeah, I mean, no question. I uh, Oh, I think we're going to break. I hear music in my ears, don't I, Justin? <laughs> Getting played off. We're with Shania Gross, CEO of Coleman San Diego, also Mary Musio from the brighter side. It's your money in your life. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come right back with some more great information. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Thanks.
Welcome back. It's your money in your life. No, you don't hear Joe's, Joe's voice saying that now it's time for Richard to thank our sponsors. So now Richard's going to say, hey, Richard, now it's time, Richard, to thank our sponsors. Okay, Richard, hey, I'm talking to myself on the radio. I'm not supposed to do that. Big thank you to our sponsors at the top of the list, UBS, Michael Caranta. Enjoyed seeing you for lunch the other day. Also, our favorite CPAs on the planet. We love CPAs so much, we got two groups of them. More traditional CPAs up in San Marcos, Polito, Epic CPAs, Paul Polito and Don Epic, tax returns, financial statements, those sorts of things. And then a more specialized, Jason Kruger's great CFO service firm, Signature Analytics, working with quickly growing companies that need CFO services. Also, our dear friend, Joel Gruskin, with Cost Segregation Initiatives, helping real estate owners improve their cash flow. And of course, if you need a place to stash all this money that our sponsors are making for you, how about Mechanics Bank? They now have a branch in UTC. That branch is so capably run by Sean Puckett. Mechanics Bank is a unique niche market bank serving wealthy families and families in the real estate business. Also, Hub International. If employee benefits are confusing you, given the uncertainty surrounding ACA, we highly recommend Neil Staley with Hub International, a great employee benefits firm. Also, my good friend, Tony Lombardi, with the LG Experience in the Lombardi Group, helping wealth advisors make heroes out of CPAs to their very best clients. Also, Paul Hines. Paul, of course, is the CEO of Hearthstone Private Wealth Management, and he is also the catalyst behind SeniorSafeAndSound.org. That's SeniorSafeAndSound.org here in San Diego, helping to prevent financial abuse of the elderly. Also, Michelle St. Clair with Elite Lifestyle Management. Elite Lifestyle Management is a neat concierge service here in San Diego, helping people like myself who have no time get things done, whether it's simple things like travel arrangements or more complicated things like getting the most difficult ticket to get to a movie premiere in Hollywood, like Michelle and her friend Rebecca East Hap helped my wife Mary and I with last month, Elite Lifestyle Management, great concierge service. And last but not least, of course, Brenda Geiger, Geiger Law Office. Brenda and her team of attorneys specialize in estate planning and asset protection. And for those listeners who are getting hungry listening to our show because you missed dinner that you're so dedicated to not missing us, we also offer the Very Good Food Foundation with Michelle Lirac. They, of course, bring all kinds of neat information and events to the food scene here in San Diego surrounding sustainability, efficient use of food waste, etc. Very Good Food Foundation. And, of course, Lestat's Coffee House is now with Three locations, the original plus two others. The Stats Coffee House. I always remember the one from Normal Heights, but great food, great music, great vibe at the Stats. So if you're hungry, check out those last two sponsors. And we also thank Courtney Hulse with PopX Graphics. Courtney does a great job on our website. Check the website out because, yes, indeed, we did win more awards from the San Diego Press Club. So check that out. Those should be up on the website by now. And Courtney does such a great job on our website. We can find out more about our great roster of sponsors, many of whom I've been working with for so long that we reference it in decades, not years. That tells you my age. Again, at iymoney.com. But let's get back to our great guests. Shania Gross, CEO of Coleman San Diego, and Mary Musio from the brighter side out in Morgan Run near Rancho Santa Fe. Mary, you made a quick comment over the break. Um, Brighter Side also services women who um, are um, affected by cancer but not breast cancer. What, what other types do you see and what are some of the services involved there? Oh, we see women going through chemotherapy 
could be lung cancer, could be any other type of cancer. And we provide wigs, custom wigs. We hand sew them to fit their head. We have a stylist that will cut them and trim them so they look totally natural. We carry head coverings and a beautiful line of skin care. Yeah, and then for wigs, also um, some women who just have hair loss not related to cancer. Right. A lot of women come down from Orange County, Los Angeles. They just love wigs. Yeah, and you have a brand new location, right? We do. Tell us a little bit about it because it is, I was just over there yesterday. It's absolutely lovely. Yes, it's uh, 5535 Concha de Golf in Rancho Santa Fe. Technically Morgan Run neighborhood around yeah, Morgan Santa Run, Fe. and it's yeah. only about, I don't know, four miles from the five if you just head east. Yeah, about three, Lighting. actually not quite four. Three, yeah. Yeah, but you hit no traffic getting over there. Very quiet, beautiful, brand new building, lots of parking. And a lovely neighborhood, and you can go have lunch over at Morgan Run uh, Resort just That's down right. the street. Absolutely pretty place. So, Chania, I know, um, obviously, cancer research, early detection and prevention. Um, can you talk a little bit about what's going on in terms of, uh, shall we say, the new wave of research and where we think research is going and whether or not this, this um, horrible disease is ever going to be eradicated? Mm -hmm. So one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. And here in San Diego, that is six women a day are wow. diagnosed, and one woman a day will pass away from the disease, and that's just in San Diego. So we know we have a, a big fight ahead of us. It is a very prevalent disease. We have a goal of reducing the number of breast cancer-related deaths by 50% by 2026. And that happens through uh, prevention of recurrence and as well as looking for a cure. So as we mentioned earlier, there's been quite a bit of money put into research. And while we haven't quite found a cure yet, we know that women are living longer with the disease because of some of the advances that we have made. Mm -hmm. So one example is um, something that an actual uh, physician here in San Diego discovered, something called lymphoseq, which is... Um, a, when, when you're diagnosed with breast cancer, part of the treatment is looking to see if the cancer has spread to your lymph nodes. And lymphoseq is a sort of dye that you can put um, in the bloodstream that will track, uh, kind of hitches onto cells, um, and shows you which lymph nodes have been impacted so that you remove just the amount of lymph nodes that need to be removed, not, not additional lymph nodes. And, and that's an advance that just happened in the last few years that is allowing women to um, keep the lymph nodes that aren't impacted, which is important to you know healthy uh, system running in your body, um, but also remove any of the infections. So you know, that's just one example. We have a couple of researchers here who are really looking at the metastatic breast cancer, so women who are living with stage four breast cancer, uh, which means it has metastasized and, and is in all of the lymph nodes um, and throughout the body. But women are living longer with metastatic breast cancer or stage four, and that's because of some of the treatments that we have, because of the additional supports um, that we're able to provide, you know, different medications and things. So we're, we're really lucky. Um, <clears throat> I've spoken with women who, you know, five, six, ten years ago, had they had this disease, they, the, the, the medication that they are on that's keeping them alive didn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, it was in clinical trials and wasn't available. And now they are living you know, much longer. And so every year we have more and more advances that are allowing women to, to live longer. And we know that for the most common forms of breast cancer, there's a 99% survival rate. 
So it really is about catching it early, which is why we are such staunch uh, advocates of making sure that you get your mammogram every single year. Uh, we have our free mammography coach that travels around the community. We have some targeted areas that we go based on zip code or population. Uh, we know that the African-American community has a 41% higher mortality rate from breast cancer than the Caucasian women. That's because typically um, we're catching the breast cancer at later stages because they're not getting screened as early. Mm -hmm. So our goal is really to make go out and make sure that we are screening women um, as early as possible, and we have state-of-the-art equipment on our free coach. The 3D mammogram um, is, is really the best that you can get, and um, we're excited to be able to bring that into, um, into underserved communities. Yeah, and I know um, Coleman San Diego is uniquely situated. I know your organization is very big on collaboration, not just mm -hmm. locally but nationally, but mm -hmm. locally we have the advantage of being an arguably the greatest research hub in the, in the country of the USA between... Um, Salk and UCSD and Scripps and the list goes on and yes. all of the companies that have spawned out of some of those organizations. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do you work with some of our local resources? So uh, we've, as you said, we've been lucky to have Komen researchers here in San Diego, Komen funded researchers. And so we meet with them regularly to hear what's going on um, and to provide some of that uh, patient feedback, that anecdotal piece. Mm -hmm. um, one of our um, Komen researchers um, Jeff Wall, who's at the Salk Institute, you know, he says, I can be in a lab all the time and looking at things, but I get a completely different perspective when a patient comes in and says, well, yes, but in practice, this is what that looks like, or this is what that feels like. And it really does inform, and he has now um, brought on an actual um, patient advocate, a, a woman who's gone through breast mm -hmm. cancer, that he runs some of his, you know, ideas by. He runs some of his findings by, and he would tell you that, um, that has really helped to advance his research. So we're able to provide those connections from the, the lived experience and, and the more clinical science piece of it. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing, the resources here in San Diego. We've had a lot of those um, organizations represented here on mm -hmm. the show. And we've got to take a quick break. It's your money and your life. We are Joe Vecchio-less. <laughs> but we do have Shania Gross and Mary Musio joining me. We're going to be right back. It's your money and your life for our final segment. Don't go anywhere, thanks. All right, we're riding back into the home stretch of It's Your Money and Your Life. Uh, Justin and I were kidding, coming out of that break, the music was a little bit slow. But that, that got us back on pace, Justin, so I thank you for that. <laughs> I know, Mary, um, we were talking about some of the things going on in the community. I know the Brighter Side is a sponsor of a number of things here in San Diego. Obviously, you're going to be well represented at the Komen event. We're going to have a booth actually on November 5th out there along with our partner at the Oceanside Turkey Trot, Kathy Kinane, but I know the brighter side doing some other good stuff in the community too. We are sponsors of the Stevens Cancer Center. They put on a big event in May, which is a lot of fun, big fun fundraising event at the Hyatt Aventine. Yeah, and one of the great collaborator collaborators in San Diego too would be Scripps. No question um, with what they're doing with their cancer centers and so on, as well as actually all of their other resources. And, um, but yeah, um, come on out and see the brighter side November 5th at the Coleman San Diego event in Balboa Park. We're going to have a booth, have some cool stuff to give away. See if you can beat Mary in the 5K. Many, you, a lot of people don't beat you, right, Mary? You're Not still pretty many. fast. I, I know. Yeah, I am pretty fast for my age. <laughs> she usually gets a medal at your event. <laughs> 
That's impressive. Yeah, it is. Anyway, she doesn't like, Mary doesn't like to talk about herself, but just for the record, she not only did New York Marathon last year, she also did the Boston Marathon last wow. year. She did the big two in the same year. So that's an amazing accomplishment. Way to go, honey. Thank you. By the way, happy birthday and happy anniversary. Oh, wow. Happy birthday to myself <laughs> and happy anniversary to you. Thanks. But, uh, Cindy, we we're talking also about collaboration. But that, that includes advocacy. And by advocacy, I mean what, what Komen can contribute legislatively. Yep. So um, it's an interesting time right now to be advocating in healthcare, And certainly there's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Uh, our focus is on making sure that whatever piece of legislation is passed, whether it's a new version of the Affordable Care Act or um, whatever revisions happen, uh, we have three key things that are important to us. So we want to make sure that preventative care mm-hmm. is is covered. We want to make sure that um, people with pre-existing conditions are still eligible for health care and that there aren't caps mm-hmm. on, on, your, on the cancer care and coverage that you can get. So uh, as we carefully track the dialogue at the federal level, those are the three things that we're looking for. We're also lucky enough to live in California where um, our state is a little bit more progressive. And so we've had some great legislative successes over the last couple of years. Um, A few years ago, we were successful in advocating that women need to be notified if they have been identified to have dense breasts. Mm -hmm. So if you have dense breast tissue, it means that a mammography might not be the most effective way of screening for breast cancer, and that actually an ultrasound um, might be more effective. And so it didn't used to be that you were told mm-hmm. that. And so we were, we were successful in passing legislation that women now have to be notified in a letter that says, you know, you, your medical, your physician has identified that you have dense breasts and you should um, ask to see if the, you know, if the mammography is the most mm-hmm. effective screening tool for you. Uh, The other thing that we were successful with just last year uh, in partnership with Senator Atkins was um, there's a program called Every Woman Counts at the state level, which provides care for breast and cervical cancer um, for women who are uninsured and underinsured. And we were successful in expanding that criteria to women who are under 40 who have a a familial history or a, a medical reason that they would need to be screened. So that has been huge for our community in making sure that women are getting screened because for a long time we said you know well you don't need a mammogram until you're 40 but we're Mm -hmm. actually seeing that women younger and younger are are being diagnosed and again if we can catch it early then the survival rates and are much much better and i know mary you've seen some rather young people at your store too haven't you oh i have yes i've seen it change over the years 15 years ago most of the women that came in were over 50. In the last five years, I've seen women in their 30s, women that have just had a baby, um, women in their 40s. Yeah, it's uh, definitely changed, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's why advocacy is so important. And um, I don't want to get political here, but obviously we're, we're dealing in very uncertain territory, mm-hmm. Shania, regarding typically known as Obamacare, the Affordable Health Care Act. Will it still be here? Will it not? Yeah. You know, the issues you raise. Um, um, d- d- does Komen have its finger on the pulse as to where that might wind up? I know you don't want to make any political comments, but, but you know, I'm very concerned Yeah. Um, um, that, that a lot of people 
um, are going to be forgotten. Mm -hmm. um, and, and whether it's related to breast cancer or anything else, a lot of people might be forgotten with the changes that seem to be floating around. What, mm -hmm. what are you hearing on the Hill, so to speak? Yeah, so we, we track it very closely, um, also in partnership with the other um, Komen affiliates who are in California. Um, as well as throughout the country. Mm -hmm. And there have been some versions of um, revisions that we feel wouldn't have best suited mm -hmm. uh, the the women and men that we serve. So we were we were vocal about that and said, you know, there um, this version has um, caps on cancer care or would exclude people with pre-existing conditions. and and for us, that's not okay. For the people that we serve, that's not okay. So um, you know, luckily, none of those have have come to fruition yet. Um, we're still looking at the executive order that was just signed last week mm -hmm. and trying to figure out exactly how that will impact um, the community that we most closely work with. But certainly there will be changes. And, and what we really look at is where then do we need to adapt the services that we provide? And at the end of the day, it means we need to raise more money because there's going to be more people who, who need our help. Yeah, and it, it would be unfortunate if there's a decrease in coverage. I don't care what. Um, your challenges might be, um, that would just be very unfortunate. Um, unfortunately, um, getting ill can't just be for the wealthy or the well-funded. Uh, most people don't have that benefit, and that's the whole point of um, having affordable care. We can argue all day long whether the Affordable Care Act really met up, you know, met with its name. We don't want to get political, as I said, but certainly to the extent that we have people in this country that are uninsured or underinsured, that's not healthy for anybody. We certainly don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. um, and we work closely also with um, all of our, you know, local hospitals mm -hmm. and health centers here in San Diego. And, and you know, so we are creating the safety net, essentially, mm -hmm. um, and, and creating this web of services for men and women. So, um, you know, the good news is that we have a, a committed group of, of partners and, and the care community here in San Diego is, is well um connected and, and yeah absolutely generous. well connected and very collaborative yep. and um, a lot of people don't know um, you sort of alluded to this but didn't say it out loud men can get breast cancer as well yeah um, yep that is true and so we encourage um, everybody men and women to to know your normal mm -hmm. um, so you know breast tissue in men is your sort of pectoral muscles mm -hmm. and and so you should be knowing your your normal what's normal for you and if something is abnormal absolutely go and get checked out and, and how often should women self-test, average age? Um, how, how often? Should that be yearly, more often? You should get a mammogram every year, absolutely, um, at a minimum. And certainly talk with your primary care physician if you have a family history or if you've had any kind of um, concerns or, or things in your medical history that might indicate that you need to be screened more frequently or earlier than 40. And I know you can't answer this question, but on the horizon, do you, do you see a day, I mean, you can't answer it predict predictably, do you see a day where breast cancer will actually disappear? I certainly hope so. You know, we have people um, in our, just in our office, our small but mighty team of nine who have lost their mother, who mm -hmm. have lost their sister. Uh, we have people who are still fighting and... Um, we certainly hope so. I mean, that's why we're doing this work. It would be wonderful if we could put ourselves out of business because we found a cure. Yeah, although you'll never be totally out of business because the survivors will always need services and support. Mm -hmm. That is very true. And um, I know, Mary, you run into the same thing, don't you? It's like everywhere you go, you talk to somebody where it's affected the family, right? Oh, yes. I mean, it's, it's like you can't run into somebody and not and, or, you know, meet somebody where it simply 
hasn't been part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, Shania, have you enjoyed your first month? Any surprises, good or bad, or anything you can say on air, or maybe you're not supposed <laughs> to? Um, I, I started at, you know, came in September, the first week or two, and getting to know everybody and meet, and then all of a sudden it was October, and right. it is like gangbusters, <laughs> you know. It is uh, full speed ahead, and we have all kinds of events and um partners at you know in the evening and on the weekends mm-hmm. and we're doing lunch and learns at different corporate partners who want to educate their employees right. we have um partners who are getting together teams for the race and so they have you know 200 of their employees are going to come out and they're fundraising and so it has just been non-stop and i'm so impressed with the volume of work that is produced by this small team yeah, how, many, how many people down there in the office nine nine only yeah, yeah. it's amazing what what you yes. all get done really yeah. incredible thank you anyway november 5th everybody come on out november 17th 18th and 19th same story Coleman, san diego also in addition to thanking shania gross ceo brand new ceo Coleman, san diego thanks to my lovely wife mary musio mybrighterside.com i got that right right mybrighterside.com yes. thanks justin Dave Sniff, our programming genius, Crank Blakey, everybody here at KFMB. Joe, I hope you enjoyed your night off. Make sure you listen. Let, you, let us know what you think. We'll be back next week. It's your money and your life. Thanks again.